Welcome everyone to the Russell Show. I'm your host Russell Chaudhary and can't wait to jump into this podcast episode. Episode number 158, we have a special guest Jason Todd. So in this episode we'll discuss with Jason the topic of lesson learned for entrepreneurs. So don't forget to subscribe if you're new on our podcast. Let's dive in. Hi Jason, thank you so much for joining me in this episode. I really appreciate it. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, pleasure is mine. Uh, thanks for your time for coming to you in this show and sharing your journey, your story with us and today so we're going to have like a great fun. So before I jump into like today's topic like a lesson learned from like entrepreneurs and key factors like what you learned over the years of you doing business for yourself. I love to know like how did you end up being the entrepreneur yourself? How did you start in the business career? Well, I've I've always been an entrepreneur and in fact, uh a story that comes to my mind is when I was, I think maybe fourth or fifth grade, I started running the program mm-hmm. and that's this before they had programming uh, classes in schools. And, uh, there was just a, there was program or there's a computer at the back of the, I think our fourth or fifth grade class. Yeah. And I started working on that. And then, um, my friend, my, my good friend at the time, uh, he had a pond in his backyard and he, and he really enjoyed fish and I really enjoyed computers. And so I thought what I would build is a, a point of sale system. Yeah. to sell fish from my friend's pond. <laughs> so as far back as fifth grade, I can remember producing, you know, point of sale system, which obviously in fifth grade, it didn't do anything. We never sold anything, uh, but it was, it was fun to toy, toy around with. I parlayed that uh, knowledge into more programming and then eventually opening up an e-commerce store after being involved in robotics and marketing and websites mm-hmm. and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, that's great. And how long have you been in business? Oh boy. Uh, 25 years, something like that. Yeah, nearly three decades now. And it's been like you seeing a lot of businesses come and go in those years, like a lot of a disruption happened. Even though COVID time, a lot of traditional business has gone out of business because of law factors. They know adapting with the new situation is coming up to it. So with your knowledge and with your experiences, what are you seeing like a different compared to when you started 25 years ago and business doing right now? Is there any difference or like a similar? There are some differences, obviously. I mean, when I was, when I was first starting in business, my first real business, let's say, mm-hmm. was an e-commerce store. We started selling heating and air conditioning products to consumers, okay. wow. which was a big deal because, you know, in, in, uh, in most Heating and air conditioning, most, most heating and air conditioning sales are made through dealers who buy from distributors, who buy from manufacturers. So it's a, it's a, it's a supply chain that dealers don't want to see broken. They don't want you to buy your hair cleaner or your air purifier or your humidifier or your, certainly not your air conditioner or your furnace directly from somebody online and have it shipped to your house. So back in 2001, 2002 timeframe, uh, we started an e-commerce store. And started selling air cleaners, humidifiers, air purifiers with free installation videos. And it turned a job that maybe would have uh, taken an installer a couple hours and, you know, you'd pay 700 bucks for it at the time. You could now pay maybe 150 bucks, maybe $200. And you get your free installation video take you an afternoon. We offer free unlimited technical support. We then moved on to air conditioners and furnaces, again, taking, opening up that closed distribution channel, which saved our customers hundreds or thousands of dollars by installing their air conditioner or their furnace themselves, again, with free unlimited technical support. Yeah. Now, 
now it's pretty ubiquitous. You can buy almost anything online, right? But that was new. That was new and fresh back then. I think we were the we were the first or second online store. Even back, you know, back then it was uh, we, we would talk to people and ask me you know, what their email addresses were, and they, oh my gosh, you know, I don't have an email address. Can you fax it to me? It's like, oh my god, you know. And now, you know, nobody no would dream of saying, hey, can you fax me that invoice? Yeah. The answer is no. Why? Why would I send it via fax when I could shoot it via email? So yeah, a lot of a lot of changes in communication, a lot of changes in distribution and availability of products, certainly by uh, making them accessible via e-commerce. Yeah, definitely. Right now, like uh, starting an e-commerce business, it just takes like a couple of hours. You can start it with the Shopify or the web hosting company and just open running and you go your shop and you start getting pages as soon as you launch the product. So obviously the system and technology, everything is changed over the 25 years, but doing the how we do business, leadership, mindset, everything remains the same, isn't it? From last, like from generation to generation. So you building many businesses, like selling it, like making the exit for yourself. Like what mindset did you have in terms of like when business didn't go the way you expected to, or like things falling apart, recession comes, or like, you always had certain kind of like a goals and you didn't achieve like what was it like in your mindset like how did you overcome the, those kind of negative moments negative moments yeah. uh, in, <laughs> in building businesses there are a lot of them uh yeah. certainly in fact you know i was talking to some folks yesterday uh people who are thinking about getting online to just yeah you know make videos or or make social media posts mm. and the mindset of uh overcoming the fear of even putting yourself out there to say anything you know publicly there's a lot of fear that's built up, and particularly when you start a store and yeah. get your first, you know, the, the question is, are you gonna, am I going to get my first customer? Then you get your first customer, and you're like, how do I get this stuff out the door? Am I going to be profitable? There's a lot of fears that are built up. Well, I think one of, the, one of the keys in doing anything, really, is understanding that your fear is likely unfounded. Yeah. Uh, so so I, I use this example. Uh, I used to be afraid of heights. Okay. And I thought at one point in time, I'm, t- I'm done with this. I'm done being afraid of heights. This is for nonsense. And so as a, as a man, and I think at the time, maybe my early 30s, mm-hmm. uh, I decided if there are two people standing at the edge of a cliff, one person's afraid, one person is not, what's the difference? If they're both in the same situation, but one person's afraid, one person isn't, I reasoned that there must be something that the person who's not afraid must know. That that, and if that, the person who's afraid if they could learn that information, then maybe they wouldn't need to be afraid. And as the guy who was afraid that I thought, well, that's me. All right. So I learned to rock climb and I learned when I was safe. Right. Okay. And since I knew when I was safe and how to be safe, I knew that when I should be afraid and why I shouldn't be afraid mm. too often. And I'll speak for myself too often. I have equated safety and fear. Uh, and they, the two are, the two really are not linked. They shouldn't be linked together. If I'm safe, I don't have to be afraid. And if I'm not safe, well, then maybe I should be afraid, right? And so uh, particularly embarking on any new venture, uh, I think one of the lessons learned, one of the big lessons learned, right, is to uh, talk to people who've done it before. Yeah. Stop blazing a trail. Uh, maybe get off YouTube for a moment and go find an advisor who's already done it. You know, we, we, you know, we've talked a little bit about e-commerce. Now I've launched yeah. e-commerce stores. I've advised hundreds of entrepreneurs. And in fact, you, you know, you may mention, well, you could start a store in an afternoon. It's true. I did it just the other day. Uh, and then even this morning before this podcast, I was up super early. I think I woke up at 4am and I, and I just had a, you know, uh, I, 
I couldn't get back to sleep. And I thought, I'm going to add products to this store. And so I, I opened up a silly, silly e-commerce store uh, called Hamster Healing Center, okay. uh, which is, <laughs> it's sort of a, it's a, uh, it's, a, it's sort of a satirical store on, you know, if you've got a hamster and the hamster dies, right, you could, uh, you could go get something from the Hamster Healing Center to make you feel better. Uh, and, and so now it's got t-shirts and mugs and things like that. Right. But I opened up that store from buying the domain name yeah. to the first product available for sale, as well as a social media post, as well as an ad, a video ad in about four hours. Now I know I know what I'm doing, but I also use tools that I'd never used before. But because I've built those tools, yeah, I know how they should work, and therefore they, you know, they generally do work how I how I expect them to. So uh, I can open that in four hours, whereas it might have taken somebody else weeks, you know, mm -hmm. perhaps to learn those things. But if you talk to me, I could I could shorten up that time pretty significantly. So I, I think learning from trusted advisors, I think, is a real key factor in. Uh, getting to your goal faster with less error. Yeah, I totally agree on that. Like, we, if we just do it ourselves, then obviously you have to be learning process in there. Like, we're going to make a mistake. We're going to lose some money. Obviously, lose some faith as well. On the same time, like, if you keep on failing and things doesn't pan out like how we want it, then obviously we're going to give up. But if someone is like yourself, already done that, already built a business, already is having success, well, similar to what I wanted to do, then obviously, even though I'm failing, still obviously there is a hope. Like, if Jason can do it, then I can do it as well. I just need to find out what Jason did right and just follow the steps. So, right. Absolutely. Again, you know, back to this idea of those, those folks I was talking to yeah. just the other day who, who were who, who were wondering, you know, should I how, how do I and should I and could I put out my first social media post? Mm -hmm. I recommended you just got to get the first handful out of the way because they're going to be terrible and it's totally fine. Yeah. You know, you're going to put your video out there. You're not going to be proud of it. Totally fine because no one's going to remember it anyhow. By the time you get to the 10th or the 50th or the 100th, you're going to be great. It'll be fine. Just just get started. Just move through it. We've all been there. You can you can walk that path too. But as as much as that lesson is ingrained in me, and I just live by that now. Hearing that as a, as a new person, hearing that they're like, "Oh, really? Can, are you sure? Can I?" Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna be totally fine. You're gonna be terrible the first couple of times. It's fine. Yeah. Right. And if by some miracle you're not, well, God bless you. That's great too. But it's okay. Just get it. Just just, just get your first, uh, your first alpha, your first beta, right? Move through those first couple mm -hmm. of uh, iterations. It's going to change. You'll be better for it. Uh, and a couple years back, you'll wish you had started uh, when you did. Yeah, like without the start, like you wouldn't know, like do you even actually like the thing or like do you have the passion for it? Or like do you have any skill set or like ability to do that thing? Otherwise, like if you keep on thinking on your brain all the time and daydreaming about it, you wouldn't know like if this gonna success or make a feel. Otherwise, everyone would have done it. So yeah, taking this first step is really, really important. So all those 25 years, like your experiences, your lesson, what lesson do you think you have learned building those businesses, making the exits? <laughs> I learned so many lessons. Yeah. Uh, and and so it's really difficult to prioritize them. I think though, if I if I were to oh, come I'll up be like and, a top three. Do you think like yeah. the most important ones? If I were to if I were to think of uh, a lesson I've had a difficult time with mm -hmm. uh, is really really trusting. I mean, I'm, I'm uh, you know I I talked about you know go to trusted advisors, right? Yeah. 
I'm one of those people now. And if I, and, and the stuff that I can say to people, I think back, I think back on, on me as a younger guy, I'm like, man, I'm not sure if I would have been able to listen to that. Uh-huh. And, and so the, the very thing that I need, that I recommend now that people do, I'm, I believe in it so strongly in addition, because I have learned that it is such a necessary component to, to success. And, and I, I had a lot of errors in my time that I, that would have been lessened mm-hmm. had I looked a little bit further for some trusted advisors. That's, that's, that's powerful, right? So a lot of people think like uh, whatever decision we are making is always right. But eventually when you look back, come back 10 years, 15 years back, and you realize, no, that would have been a stupid decision I would have been making if, if I was right now with my own experience right now and going to moving forward. So yeah, that's, that's a great advice. Uh, thank you for sharing that. So a lot of entrepreneurs right now, like a recession is coming. You can see yourself in the US, UK, everywhere. UK is going disaster, like our pound sterling is falling because yeah. of like a leadership uh, decision we've been making, uh, which is not great. And that's giving like a lot of opportunity for like a new businesses to evolve and start and grow. In the recession time is a lot of businesses can grow really, really well. And I can see growth of my company, which is my marketing agency. So those who's planning and probably in a fence, they didn't start their business or probably in the first year or two, what advice would you give them for like, they can go out there and do something big? Well, there's a, there's a, there's a saying that goes like this. When's the best, when's the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago. When's the next best? Now. Now is always the perfect time to start. Yeah. Just start doing something. And I couple that with another saying, which has really uh, been impactful for me. I'm already wrong in some way, to some degree, I am not yet aware of. Many times people don't start because they think they need to be right. Yeah. If you just settle into the fact that you will learn your lessons as you go and it's okay and you are already wrong, even when you believe yourself to be right, just do something and you will find out sooner. And business at this point in time is based on speed, mm. right? How fast can you get to market? Because, because uh, communication and availability of products and services globally is uh, so, so much easier than yeah. it was, let's say, even 20 years ago, right? Yeah. Uh, I can ship something from Amazon or I can ship something from some Shopify store and it will come from across the world to me, you know, maybe even overnight. Yeah. Now, this is, this, is, this is accelerated product and service delivery. So you really need to focus on speed. Any, anybody who is who's still sitting around go, well, maybe I should, maybe I should, I don't know. Well, somebody else, I guarantee you, is dreaming about the same thing mm. and they're going to go get it. Yeah, speed is important, but like uh, Amazon delivering like a same day delivery within a few hours time right now. So yeah, you have to keep up the pace. So do you think like starting an e-commerce business around your passion, like it does it actually cost you a lot of money or like do you think it's like someone with $1,000, $2,000 can start and scale their business? Well, you can start a business for nothing right now. I mean, really for less than a cup of coffee, you can start a business. You know, that joke that yeah. that uh, satirical store, the hamsterhealingcenter.com, that I, I literally I started with a $12 domain. I think I'm on a Shopify, you know, free plan or something like that, or, you know, $1 a month for three months plan mm-hmm. and, and, and a print on demand service that prints these products. Uh, and, and so you can really, you can, there's no excuse. If it's, if it's a monetary issue, got news for you. There's no excuse. You, you could just yeah. start something right now. And in addition, 
even if it's not something like a print on demand product, just have the conversation with somebody who, who maybe makes the product that you want to sell, go right. talk to them. I, I think sometimes we, we expect transactions, particularly people who've not had a lot of experience in business. We expect transactions are always, Hey, I'm going to go, I just, you know, log on your website and, you know, and if I can't afford the product, well, then that's, that's that. Why not go talk to the person? Have a conversation. We are just people at the end of the day. Everything's for sale. It's a matter of price, but, but underneath price is really value, right? If I needed what you sold me, I mean, even just in this conversation, if I needed the products or services that you sell, we could have a conversation about it. And I bet you'll change your price. Yeah. I bet I'd change my price too. Everything's negotiable. Get on your negotiation boots and, and go for a walk, you know, over into somebody else's, uh, somebody else's store virtually or in, in person and just start. I think, you know, you talked about this idea of passion. Yeah. Passion is certainly an element. We have to be able, to, I, I think it's, it's important to believe in what you're doing, right? If you don't believe in your, what you're doing, you're already done. You've already failed. It's, it's over, right? Don't even start if you, are, if you don't really believe it. But if you do believe it, uh, it doesn't mean that the way you think it's going to be delivered, that product or service, that the way you think that service delivery is going to go is really how you have it in your mind. So not only can you negotiate with people who are going to fulfill that with you, but you've got to negotiate with your customers as well by figuring out what that what is that product or service really that they that they want and they need and how much will are they willing to pay for it? So you really have to test your market, uh, validate your concept, particularly if you're going to start something new, because uh, most most ideas fail and they fail not because it's a necessarily a bad idea, but they fail because of the implementation of the idea. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. So do you think like, is it like too competitive at the moment for starting the e-commerce business or like still there is a room for like a newcomers to come in and build their e-commerce Shopify store, wherever the passion around it? There's always room for sure. There's always room in every market. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like anyone can start their small businesses and like even though making like a five ten grand a month with their own passion and working a couple of hours a day here and there, like you can have like a great business. It doesn't really have to be like a billion dollar business. You can do something right. small you're passionate about and proud of and eventually you can make an exit from it. Like a lot of e-commerce businesses getting sold, like print on demand, drop shipping. I've seen a few of them are like getting great sales. So yeah, Jason, uh, we're coming to the end of this podcast. It's been a great conversation with you. So those who's listening, if anyone wants to learn about your work, your business, uh, where's the best place to find you? Go to my website, therealjtodd.com. Okay. Uh, do you have any social media platform anyone can follow? I do. I'm, I'm on TikTok. I'm on YouTube. I'm on LinkedIn. Yeah, you can search me on LinkedIn, Jason Todd. Uh, you can find me on TikTok, The Real J Todd. You can find me on Instagram, The Real J Todd. You can find me on Facebook, The Real J Todd. Uh, but my website's got everything pretty complete on there, as well as all the ways that you can engage with me. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. So I really appreciate you. I wish you best of luck with your business and your career as well. So I hope you have a wonderful day ahead. Thank you for coming today. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. So that's a wrap, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it. So those who's listening, if anyone interested, reach out to Jason. Go check him out on his website. And yeah, follow me on the social media platform also. So until then, I'll talk to you in the next episode. Take care.